Hello and welcome to Marvel Cinematic University. I'm your professor Alex with the worst student ever, Jacob. I pointed in the wrong direction to start, so who's really the wrong student? It's not me. It hurts. I die a little inside every time you call me the wrong, the worst student ever. I, every time I call you the wrong student, you're the wrong student. I need a new one. <laughs> yeah, get get me out of here. Yeah, we gotta get you out of here. I need a new one. Well, welcome to the Marvel Cinematic University. I think that that's what this is called, right? Sorry, I'm really tired. Uh, <laughs> uh, for context, we're filming this in the middle of me switching my uh, my sleep schedule Sounds to be like normal. Irresponsible and didn't sleep enough last night. Hey, I got a full six and a half hours. That's an hour and a half that's more so than I was getting. I was going to say, that's like two hours more than you usually get. It was a lot of sleep. But it's just that it's nighttime now, and my body thinks there should be coffee in my system, but there's not coffee in my system. Anyway, let's talk about... Anyway, let's talk about Captain America. Yes. Jacob, you watched Captain America for your homework. I did. Give me the stats on it there, teach. Well, Captain America had a budget of 140 million, which I think is like what all of them have been so far. It's pretty close. <laughs> However, expanded yet in the budget category? Yeah, just wait <laughs> a little now, longer. This movie wasn't no Hulk. Let me tell you that. As for, you don't think it was that good? You don't think it was as good as the Hulk? The Hulk is top notch, guy. I'm uh I'm curious to where this energy is coming from, <laughs> seeing as that's not the energy we got when we uh, discussed the Hulk. <laughs> anyway, the box office return wasn't as good as Thor or the Iron Man movies. It was only three hundred and seventy point six million. Holy, I mean, that's, that's it. That's yeah. literally like chump change. That's carrying around money right there. Yeah, yeah that's that's like. That's like, let's buy an entire franchise money. Yeah, come on. Like, let's be real. Not a lot of money. Um, it was directed by Joe Johnston. Yeah, Joe Johnston, uh, who also directed Raiders of the Lost Ark, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and Jumanji. I was going to say this had a huge Raiders of the Lost Ark vibe to it. Oh, yes. They uh, the director like made a lot of references to Raiders of the yeah. Lost Ark. <laughs> <laughs> It's quite a few. pretty. It's pretty much beat for beat the plot of Raiders of the Lost Ark. The timeline of this movie uh, takes this movie takes place mostly during World War II. However, the opening and ending scenes take place at the beginning of Fury's Big Week. That was my first question I initially had when I started watching it. Was the is the opening scene part of Fury's Big Week? But it kind of answered itself as i finished the movie yes <laughs> it is part of that week <laughs> i'm um, just letting you know at one point it was a question i was going to ask i'm glad you know what this means that i'm teaching you well it, no it just means i'm learning from the material in the movies and not means, that you're doing a good job i'm teaching you how to be a critical marvel thinker i think nope. i think i think i am <laughs> <laughs> anyway You'll learn all about Fairy's Big Week next week. <laughs> when you get to read. Jacob loves reading. Don't worry. 
I'll it'll be a while again till you have to read. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna take me so long to read. You better start recording these three times a week. It's <laughs> gonna take two to three weeks for me to get through. Well, I hope you. It's literally a comic book, and I literally read the first three pages. Have one word on them. Perfect. So it's literally a picture book. Okay. Yeah. 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 I can get through that. Okay. Maybe. Anyway, let's stick with Captain America for now. We'll deal with Fury's big week next week. It's a big week for him. And Coulson. It's also Coulson's big week, but no one talks okay. about Coulson. Didn't see Phil Philly cheesesteak in uh, in Captain America. Agent cheesesteak. Agent cheesesteak. All right. Anyway, Jake, it's time for you to tell us about Captain America, the first Avenger. Yes. As we mentioned, the first scene takes place in the year 2022. That's actually very incorrect. Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty incorrect. Uh, they're they're looking for. Uh, they find Captain America frozen in the ice. Hold on, I need. As a teacher, I feel like I need to correct you. It takes place in the year 2011. Yeah, yeah, it was, I knew it was one of those years: 2010, 2011, 2012. You said 2022. Yeah, because I couldn't think of the exact year. You were 11 years off. Anyway, continue. It's kind of wild to think it was 11 years ago. Who's counting? So they find uh, old Cap shield in the ice. Um, it's, well, it's not in the ice. It's in uh, the old ship that crashes at the end of the movie. But, you know, it's frozen. Well, yeah, I mean, technically the ship's in the ice and the shield is frozen in the ship. So I would say that technically, yeah, it, it's in ice. Technically speaking, it is an ice. And then, you know, big hull blue, like, oh, we finally found it. Then it cuts back to uh, old Red Skull there. Here, here's Yo, the thing. Johan Schmidt. Yes, yes, yes. No relation to Levi Strauss. And maybe, yes, no, no relation to Levi Strauss or the jeans. Here's my thing kind of with Red Skull in this, this movie. I, I kind of like that day. And maybe I missed something. So... Correct me, spank me if oh, I'm wrong. I will. Um, oh, I will. <laughs> you know, they did a good job of hiding, like, who he is for, like, a good part of the movie. Maybe it's just because I don't watch Marvel movies. <laughs> but, like, as the casual viewer, I'm like, oh, who is this bad guy? His last name, Schmidt, sounds German. Uh, Germans around that time, notoriously not great people. And working with evil Charlie Chapman over there. Oh, I don't know if I can say Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just did, so. Well, you can cut it. <laughs> I can also cut German Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> yes, yes. Go ahead and cut that. Cut it out. But, you know, you just think it's this uh, Schmidt guy calling the shots. Mr. Schmidt. Mr. Schmidt. And then, uh, you know, you think that for like half the movie. And then they could have just waited till the end when his face burned off. Or he rips his face off. And then you're like, oh, it's the Red Skull. No, they had to let me know it's the Red Skull like 45 minutes before that. You mean when he's telling Steve about the serum, giving it to somebody else? Yeah, sure. And they mentioned his name, Red Skull. Like, Yeah, well, here's the thing. Give me some suspense, Marvel. Everybody knew Johann Schmidt was Red Skull. That's like, like saying... I, I that in the later movies, but like... If I'm watching this as the first Marvel movie 
I've ever watched in 2011, then I probably don't know that. That's like saying, let's hide the fact that Thanos is the big purple guy. Oh, it's just this giant purple guy coming to hang out. Oh, he's a pal. Oh, that's Thanos. Carrying on. So yeah, they, they cut to old Johann Schmidt breaking into this guy's basement with a, a big excavator there. First of all, one of the, the second guy, the younger guy, he, he's pretty dumb. Like, oh, yeah. he hears this, the wall getting knocked down and all he can do is like, like that. What are you and doing in my basement? In the face. Hey, I mean, sometimes the wall just shows up. You never yeah. know. Yeah, and then uh, old Johann Schmidt uh, drives in with a vehicle that had too many lights on it. That's how you know he was a bad guy. Good guys only have like two lights on their car max. Oh man, I must be a great guy because I have like three lights out in my car. <laughs> You're a bad guy. <laughs> oh. Then, but, um, you know, besides the point there, he pulls out the uh, uh, the old guy in there with the long gray beard. Pulls out uh, the, this fake tesseract, and then uh, old Johann Schmitty throws it on the ground, saying, "This, this is some bullshit. Give me the, uh, give me the real one. Otherwise, I'm, a, I'm a kill." It's villain. a fake. And uh, he's like, "I'm gonna kill this village." And the old guy caves for some reason. He's like, uh, "I don't want the village to die." Yeah, well, I can trust these people, <laughs> you know. And uh, gives him the real one. And as soon as he gets a, Johan gets the real one there. Uh, he's like, light it up. And he's like, would you believe I was lying? Who would have guessed? And uh, so he gets this dirty little pause on the old Tesseract there. And at, uh, yeah, that's the movie. At, at this point, the little blood drips on his... Uh his hydra symbol to symbolize that in the future he'll become red skull that's a kind of a stretch but you know cool i mean it's it's not i it, think it, is. It, it zooms in on it yeah i thought that would just be like oh hydra guy no he's got a red hydra symbol is a skull there's blood on it the skull has become red oh, i can see the skull on there anyway Tell us about Steve Rogers. Uh, so Steve Rogers is a little, uh, small little guy. Short King. Oh, he's tiny. I'm Pick just small. Crown. Pick up your crown, Short King. He's a Short King. And, uh, you know, he keeps trying to join the military after he's been rejected, like, four times. And yeah. then uh, he gets the absolute dog snot beat out of him outside a movie theater for uh, telling this bigger guy to shut up. But he could do it all day. But he can do it all day. Heard that a ton of times. And you'll hear it a ton more as we continue oh, yeah. through the MCU. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Buckwald Brooks shows up. Buckwald Brooks? Yeah. Oh, man, I didn't know that was his name. Yep. Bucky short for <laughs> Buckwald. So he shows up and is like, hey, go pick on someone your own size there, mate. And the uh, guy scurries off in fear. And I think Steve Rogers says, I could have done it all day. And Bucky's like, sure, you could have. And Bucky's uh, like, I bet you can say that all day. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Bucky's like, hey, let's go get these dames and go dancing at the World Fair. I think that's exactly what he says. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what he says. Steve Rogers, not really interested in this uh, this dame that he's dancing with. And he tries to go join the army again. And <laughs> you ever been on a Bucky's date like, so bad you go join the army? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm so 
done with this day. I'm going to join the army. <laughs> and uh, old Rogers thinks he's going to get arrested here. But um, what's his name? The German defector guy pops in. Doctor Doctor Erskine. Er Erks. Yep. Erskine. What is it? Erskine? I have it. I have it somewhere here. It's Doctor Erskine. Erskine. Doctor Erskine. Doctor Erskine comes in. He's like, Oz, I think you'll be very good for this project. Uh, then he approves Steve Rogers, Captain America, to join the military. And Cap's like, yay, I got out of the date. And uh, he, he gets to boot camp and obviously smaller than the other guys they choose. Um, they only choose the it, biggest. Size yeah, does matter. That's what they used to believe. And uh, he he gets the flagpole, um, but he kind of gets like picked on through basic training there. But oh, he man. does get the flag by knocking over the flagpole. He used his little brain. Yeah. Gets the ride back in the Jeep. Uh, what's the guy's name? Tommy, um, Tom Jones, Tommy. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones there. <laughs> it sounds so weird when it's just Tom Jones, but you have to say Tommy Lee. Tom Jones sings, uh, what's new pussycat? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, well, Tom Jones there said, what's new pussycat to the, uh, whoa, 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 female, whoa. the female drill instructor who is agent Carter, Peggy Carter, who, uh, you know, Cap immediately falls in love with on well, site. I mean, then, uh, Tom Jones throws a grenade in, into the guys in, uh, old Steve, Captain America Rogers dives on top of it. Cause he's America's hero. And they're like, yep, yeah, that's our guy. And Tommy Lee Jones says, yeah, but he's still skinny. How oh. rude. This guy just jumped oh. out a grenade and he's like, he's skinny. Like, he could just, like, give the man a gun. He doesn't need muscles to shoot a gun. Yeah, body shames him right there on the spot. I can't and believe then, Steve Rogers doesn't have crippling, like, body issues. They didn't know, but they didn't have anxiety in 1942. It hadn't been invented yet. I think you're thinking of therapy. <laughs> yeah, <I'm talking laughs> <about it>. Anyway <laughs> A lot of tangents here um, Remember how I said I want to get this done fast <laughs> It's 24 minutes in uh, Oh no it's Barely in Alright uh, So then they uh, Cap gets the old jab And uh, Becomes Captain America Goes from Skinny guy to buff guy. Agent Carter now is interested. Shallow personality, by the way. Um, hey, he's got those big boobies. Yeah. She wants to touch them. She's like, wasn't interested before. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and she's like, ooh. Ooh. She was a little interested. She liked his personality. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, Size doesn't matter. And after that happens... Cobra Kai, not Cobra Kai, Jesus Christ. Um, Again? <laughs> <laughs> it's Hydra. Hydra guy, that's what I'm looking for. Cobra Kai. Uh, I didn't know Billy Zapko was in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he is. Actually, he's extra. He shoots the nice German guy in the chest. The old He, he escapes and then runs out. Agent Carter's in chase. Uh, gets a car blown up behind her. I think she kills the driver there. Cat gives chase. Uh, bad guy throws kid in water. 
You won't hear me speak well of kids in movies too often, but this kid said, go get them. I can swim. And that's yeah. the kind of can-do attitude I need out of these kids. What was this guy's plan? Like, did he not think the kid could swim? Well, I, I don't think a lot of kids could swim back then. Maybe. But it's, it was just, it's just so funny. He throws him in and he's like, go, I can swim. I can swim. You know how upset I would have been if Captain America had to give up chasing this guy to rescue a kid? I would have turned off the movie. Oh, wow. They knew their audience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kid goes, I can swim. I'm good with it. Way to go, kid. You're going to do big things in life. Uh, Cap breaks this guy's windshield, rips him out, throws him on the dock, says, who sent you? Uh, and then the guy eats some cyanide and foams at the mouth and dies. I feel like he also says, cut off one head, two more, replace it. Yeah, they said that uh, about a thousand times, too. I mean, everyone knows what a Hydra is at this point. Kind <laughs> how, of a motto. how are they a secret organization if everyone knows what it is? Yeah, yeah, you know. So they cut off the head. Yeah. Two more Caps, grow. Two more grow. Cap's this big hero. Um, They say, hey, we're going to Europe. Cap's like, I want to go to Europe. They're like, no can do, buckaroo. And they send them on a PR tour. So a PR guy happened to be there and yeah, offered man. Steve the job. And Steve said, yes. sure, I'm a sucker for the military. Knocks out old eight off a couple hundred times in skits. A reference and... to the first Captain America comic book where he punches Hitler in the face. Oh, okay, that's good. I like that. I'm always down for socking Hitler in the the kisser there. Cap, he does this for a while. He's happy at first, but not really happy. He wants to be over there with his boys invading Europe. Or not invade Europe. He gets to go to Europe, talk in front of the troops. <laughs> Captain America's invading, invading Europe. Yeah, uh, talking to the troops, and they don't like him. They want to see the Dane, and uh, they throw fruit at him. They didn't want to see America's ass. Yeah, they didn't. They, no, they wanted to see uh, other American ass. And Captain America walks off all dejected, and then Agent Carter's like, you know, these guys have been through a lot. And, uh, you know, regiment or squad or something, 107, He's which was Cap's father squad which he died in that was also squad bucky was in he's like hey i need to know about buckwald and uh tom jones is like what's new pussycat whoa whoa whoa, whoa. and uh he's like uh yeah ben captured and steve rogers is like how we freeing him tom jones says winning the war Cap's like, not good enough of an answer. I'm going to get him on my own. Because he's Captain America. Then Steve Rogers, Agent Carter, and Harold Stark are... Try it again. Tony Stark? We've seen this man in three movies. What is his name? Harold Stark. Howard Stark. Ah, same thing. Hey, good old Harry Stark. Harry Stark flying the plane. Best civilian pilot they have, mind you. Old Stark wants to know if Carter wants some fondue after this mission. Roger says, so you guys fondue. He, uh, he thinks they're fondueing. Leads me to a theory here. Uh, Tony Stark actually steps on Captain America. 
That's not how any of that would work. I just want you to be aware. Why? First, Captain America would have to marry Peggy. Yeah, they get married at the end of uh, last movie. That's time travel shenanigans, multiverse. It's not the real... It wouldn't be Tony's real mother if Peggy was Tony's mother. C. <laughs> that's not Tony's mother. We, we know Tony's mother. Okay. D. Cap would be a lot more pissed at Bucky if Peggy was Tony's mother. Why? Because Bucky killed Tony's parents. Well, no, no. How, uh, Harry Stark had an affair. Well, Cap was in the ice. That's what I'm saying. Because they fought too. I've lost the thread. <laughs> Continue the story. Uh, maybe. Uh, Cap jumps out of the plane, beats up some guards, frees the U.S. soldiers who are now loyal to him for... Him freeing them. They go kick some Hydra ass with some new technology and tanks. This is where we find out the Red Skull is the Red Skull. Yes, well, he frees Bucky. Red Skull escape, blows up the place, escapes in his little bullet plane there, thinking he's all cool and stuff. He's Mr. Schmidt. He's the coolest around. Yes. He's cool as Schmidt. Uh, and then, uh, they get back, kind of stage a whole plan here on how they're going to move forward. And uh, Agent Carter's like, hey, I've been trying to dance with a certain someone repeating a line Cat used on her earlier in the movie, implying she wants to fondue with Cat now. And uh, she wants to dance with somebody. somebody yes. to, she needs somebody to love. She's like, hey. Howard Stark's got some new stuff he wants to test out. And uh, this flirtatious dame comes up. All of a sudden, now that Cap's done some, saved some guys, uh, she wants to, you know, fondue, fondue. with them. <laughs> yeah, she wants to do some fondueing. And uh, Agent Carter comes over, not happy in the situation. Um, rightfully so, probably. You walk into that situation there's really not a lot coming back. And uh, I think she does get a lot of her anger out when she shoots at Cap with a gun to test the shield. I, I want to really point out... Their relationship. I want to point out she had no idea that was a bulletproof shield. Uh, yeah, no. Experimental technology. Um, she had no clue. Red flag, probably. Um, but Cap gets his uh, shield, and that's where Cap acquires his shield for the first time. He acquires his shield by getting his shield. Good. Yes. Good to know. Yes. <laughs> Check. I got 2,000 word essay to it at midnight. It's 1130 and I got 1,000 <laughs> words left to write. Captain America his got his shield. Gets his shield by acquiring his shield for the first time. When he gets it. And then he has it. And then he has it. And with it, he's already acquired it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they slap a nice coat of paint on that that bad boy after he acquires it when he gets it. Red, white, and blue. Yep. And uh, they go to attack Hydra at their base in the Swiss Alps underground. They start, you know, kicking some Hydra ass. All the hydras. It's like almost uh, like a whole montage kind of thing. Yes, 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 indeed. Tommy Lee Jones also questioned that other schmuck before this all happened, but 
Don't they get him later? They get a uh, yeah. You're skipping the train, train scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. I sorry. Skip the train where uh, Bucky dies. Why'd you use quotation? Why are you winking? I don't understand. He he landed in a fluffy patch of death. He did. I watched yeah. it. I saw. Yeah. He fell. Yes. His doom. Yeah. His ultimate mm-hmm. demise. Gone forever. He definitely didn't hold the shields at any point to uh, foreshadow that he may be co- Captain America in the comic books. Nope, definitely not. Definitely didn't do that. That's when they kept capture the guy. Tommy Lee Jones interviews him, buys him steak, which I thought was a nice gesture. Yeah, that was very nice. Yeah. So then they go after old Redhead Schmidt there. Redhead Schmidt, because his head is literally red. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I don't know why that wasn't his villain name, Redhead Schmidt. That's what he should have been. That's so much better than Red Skull. Red Skull's too on the nose. Redhead <laughs> Schmidt. Oh, <laughs> uh, who's trying to take over Germany? Redhead Schmidt. Yeah. Redhead Schmidt's got this plane that, you know, I guess is dropping little torpedo nuke cars everywhere um, to wipe out the entire world, uh, mainly starting with the. U.S. of A. Yeah, I always start with the U.S.A. Yeah. New learn York specifically. Learn nothing from Pearl Harbor. They take the bad guy's car with the, all the lights on it. That's how you know they're bad guys. Kick some Hydra ass. And uh, they chase after it. Cap gets on the plane. Starts fighting more Hydra guys. Big theme in the movie here, fighting Hydra guys. One this of the is guys, not fighting Cobra Kai. This is where I think we get one of our most gruesome or violent deaths in all of Marvel. The guy flies off the car through the propellers. Just... Yeah, he got blended. Yeah, that dude uh, was putting a bullet blender there and turned into a protein smoothie. Um, <laughs> That's a protein, hydro protein shake. Yeah, it sounds like it'll hydrate you. What? You cut off one head, two will grow. What happens if you cut the whole body up into little pieces? <laughs> Turns out none can grow anymore. <laughs> you, you drink it at that point, I guess. Ooh. But, ooh. Well, Redhead Schmidt might drink it. I don't know. How do you think? Why do you think his head's so red? <laughs> yeah, it's like when you eat too many carrots. He, he drank too many Hydra Slurpees. Too many Hydra Smoothies. They got a good juice bar downstairs. Oh no. Lobby. So yeah, the the Hydra agent gets blended. <laughs> oh, blended. Um Cap ejects the other Hydra agent flying the plane. Flies that thing right on into the 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 ship there. Pretty badass move. Yeah, where he fights Red Skull, who and I, I think I missed this part. I'm not sure. Um I think he used some Tesseract powers to get teleported to space. Yes, kind of. Sort of. <laughs> he, he held the cube and then dis- disintegrated and died. Went to Morag. It, it's Vormir. Same thing. But nah. Um, he goes to Vormir uh, from Lord of the Rings. But he died. Died. Um, unlike Bucky who died, died. No, Bucky's dead. He's not coming back. Yeah, never coming back. Never coming back. Uh, yeah, so Cap gains control of the plane. He's like, yo, I can't land this thing. People are going to die if I land it. So he 
plunks that old ship into the ocean there. Yeah, because there was no other, nothing else he could do. He had no yes. other options. Nope. Could have flown to Alabama. Could have turned the plane around. Could have parachuted out as he sunk the ship in the <laughs> ocean. Europe. Fuck it. <laughs> He's Captain America. He can make the swim. Yeah. Yeah, he could have. Um, if I'm sorry, if Howard Stark could retrieve the Tesseract from the bottom of the ocean, he could retrieve Captain America from the bottom of the ocean. Right? <laughs> a little bit of a loophole here, but um, plot hole. Um, Cap puts this thing down in the ocean. Um, then they freeze his ass. Yeah, it just freezes. Yep. Like that. and uh, Pretty much on contact, too. He didn't even try to escape. Yeah, not really sure how, um, not really sure how this plane ended up in the Arctic there, because it seemed like they were going to put it in the Atlantic. He, uh, he took a nosedive to Santa. He was trying to bomb Santa. Probably didn't get, a got some coal or something as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> shocking, surprising, uh, Captain America was on the naughty list. Yes, yes. They freeze him. The movie ends with him waking up in 2011 and talks to Nick Fury. Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. And I did fast forward to the end. So you wouldn't yell at me? No trail. There was no uh, end scene. There is an end scene. It's the trailer to the Avengers. Hmm. Oh, is that not in that cut anymore? I didn't see it in there. Yeah, the... The end credit scene for Captain America is him punching the punching bag. It's the scene from Avengers where he's punching the punching bag. And then it's a little trailer for the Avengers that comes out next summer. Oh, cool. I might have missed that, but yeah, that's Captain America. Give me an A plus. I did a bang up job. Yeah, honestly, halfway through, I was like, wow, he paid more attention to this movie than any other movie we've watched so far. I watched it. I watched it like it. The like last hour and forty five minutes of the movie. No, literally the last like two hours of the movie before this. Okay, I'm giving you a B plus for being honest. You screwed up. You know what you did was wrong. The question is, how are you gonna make things right? You should have lied to me. I would have given you an A minus. I started it four days ago. Still a B plus. Ah, bullshit. <laughs> Teachers got it out for me. I do. You're right. Well, oh, Jacob. It's time for me to share some fun facts for you. You got to know everything that's in this movie. So one thing we did already discuss was the blood dripping on the skull at the beginning uh, was foreshadowing uh, Redhead Schmidt becoming the Red Skull. Mm -hmm. In the comics, Red Skull is always after the Cosmic Cube, which is what the Tesseract was originally based on before being retconned as an Infinity Stone. So this is like par for the course for him. He needs that cube. When we first see Bucky save Steve from the fight in the alley, Bucky tells Steve he has to get him cleaned up. Steve asks why, where are we going? And Bucky responds, the future. Foreshadowing these two end up in the future because they suck. That's foreshadowing. At the Stark Expo, we see a red suit under a sign that says Phineas Horton presents. This is a nod to the original Human Torch Phineas, uh, and the red suit is reminiscent of Human Torch's costume. So this is the the first time we see the Human Torch in the MCU. 
which is kind of weird they got away with it because technically they didn't have the right to do that but they also may have you had the right to use the costume it's kind of weird the rights yeah. for the rights for the original namor and human torch like the original marvel characters were very up in the air until disney just bought fox and made it a non-issue <laughs> disney's petty enough to be like you don't want to give us the rights to this we're gonna buy your whole company then that's literally what they did <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right when we first see artem zola his face is enlarged on a screen from the perspective we see him this is a nod to his robotic form in the comics you know redhead schmidt's little sidekick there yes hydra submarine rocket and the valkyrie aircraft were based on nazi designs Obviously, they Obviously. were working with that guy, Hitler. Right. What did you call him earlier? The German Charlie Chaplin? Bad Charlie Chaplin. Bad Charlie Chaplin and Redhead Schmidt yep. taking over they Germany. Were, they were buddies. They were old pals. Even though uh, Redhead Schmidt wanted to kill him anyway. Yeah, you know, he really came around at the end. I thought it would have been a great idea. Maybe, maybe Cap makes a deal. Hey, start with Germany. Let's end this war. Then try to take America. And see what happens. Fuck around and find out. Oh, we got nukes. <laughs> yeah, we do. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, Captain America punching a costume Hitler is a reference to Cap's first comic book cover. Yes. Yes, we discussed this. 200 of them. 200? Uh, 200 yes. of the times that he hit him. Yes. He yes, punched yes. Hitler over 200 times. Yes. Well, that's it for the fun facts. Now, diving deep into the red, red little threads of, of the MCU, it's time for It's All Connected. Oh, yeah, really? Uh... Give me a string and connect these dots here. The film opens in the town of Tonsberg, Norway. The town Odin fought the Frost Giants in, as well as the future home of New Asgard. Yes. Odin gave the Norwegians his crown jewel, the Tesseract. And that is why they have that. Yes, very nice of him to do so. The Tesseract used to hang out in Asgard until Odin was like, here, Earth, have this. It's cool. <laughs> you might want this. You might need this one day when Redhead Schmidt tries to take it. Yeah, and Odin was probably like, hey, this guy Thanos probably coming in the future. Maybe not Thanos, but he figured someone might want to collect these sons of bitches. And well, uh, let's not have them all in one place. Well, remember our theory from last week is that Odin may have originally been trying to collect all six and then yeah, gave up. Like, can't do it. Let me... uh have this rock as a gift. Here, have this cube. Have right. this cube. Well, while we're in Norway, uh, the world's tree is carved into the wall in the church at the beginning. The world's tree was mentioned in Thor and is a concept used by Asgardians to describe the cosmic nebula. Yep. They talk All about right. it, too. Yes. The car Howard shows off at the expo uses a reversion technology most likely a precursor to Tony's repulsor technology. A later version of this car would find its way to the hands of who? Agent Coulson. Philly Steak Cheese Coulson. He, uh, he gets a 
uh, model of this vehicle designed by Stark that flies and names it Lola. Lola. Why did you say that so slow? There's a song and I couldn't think of it. Maybe just ignore that. That was like Iron Giant saying Superman. You were like, Lola. Oh, I was thinking of Lola. I know what you Lola, were thinking Lola, of. Lola. Yeah, that was, that's it, what I was trying to come up with in my head. The, but it, the snaps did not fire. But it came out as Lola. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Well, when Steve is given the super soldier serum, his eyes shoot open just like banners do in the Incredible Hulk. It's like the same camera effect and everything. Yeah, I see how they could connect that there, but look, they already have fire and stuff into your system like that. I mean, I think I. You know, I think a couple heroin addicts had their eyes pop open a couple times like that. So, well, if you remember from our Hulk watching, they the reason that Banner is using gamma radiation is to recreate the Super Soldier Serum. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, I completely forgotten everything about that movie for my own mental health. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> that's fair, and also not what you were saying at the beginning of this uh, this uh, episode. Yeah, that was a joke. <laughs> well the charge up of Hydra's tech is the same sound as Iron Man's repulsor charge up this could be due to the fact that Howard's arc reactor design that Tony eventually bases his design after is theorized to be derived from the Tesseract that while Steve is doing his little uh, dancing monkey routine mm-hmm. uh, he meets a woman who gets his autograph and she is played by Laura Haddock Laura Haddock also plays Star-Lord's mother Meredith it is theorized that this woman could potentially be Star-Lord's grandma. It's a little... The timeline doesn't really fit to be... It's probably... Yeah, it could be his grandmother. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It could be his grandmother. You'll never convince me otherwise that it's not. And there's also... It's also very heavily theorized that Captain America banged Star-Lord's grandma. That dog. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a theory that I don't necessarily buy into that uh, Captain America is Star-Lord's grandpa. But I don't necessarily buy that one. Yeah. Nah, but you know what is a real theory? Uncle Ben thrown in the water. Yes, yes, that that's definitely a theory. He can <laughs> swim, but he, uh, you know, can't survive a mugging. Shame. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he said to Peter, it's fine. I can't, it's just a flesh wound. It's just a bullet. <laughs> I can't Don't worry. <laughs> bullets are not my weakness. Don't worry, I can take it. Oh man. Okay, so <laughs> wrapping through these, uh her charging through these. Uh when Steve rescues Bucky, he's strapped down for experiments. These are most likely the beginning trials of his winter soldier transformation. Too bad he's Dead. Bucky? Yes, yeah. Bucky's dead. The experiments did nothing? Nothing? Well, Steve's shield is made of vibranium. Howard most likely gathered this material from scattered fragments of the vibranium meteor that hit Wakanda. That I did know. Did you? You're so yes. smart. I know. You're a smart little cookie. Here's another thing you knew. When Red Skull is being seemingly dis- sent- 
When Red Skull is being seemingly disintegrated by the Tesseract, we can see a portal to space open above him and pulling him in. To Vormir. He's not being disintegrated. He's being transported to somewhere in space. At the time, though, you're like probably disintegrated. Well, that's how transportation works. <laughs> that's how teleportation, not transportation. That's how teleportation I works. I get my car. All right. Well, that's it for our our all connected section. Every connection in this movie. Do you have any questions? No, I do not. Uh, good, because I have a lot of questions for you. Ten, in fact, because this is a pop quiz. Oh boy, didn't expect this. I hope you didn't study because it's a surprise. <laughs> All right, question number one. Who plays Captain America? Is it A, Chris Pine, B, Chris Pratt, C, Chris Hemsworth, or D, Chris Evans? Chris Evans. That is correct. Did I just change the question and not the answers from last week's question when I asked you who plays Thor? I did. Sounded familiar. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it worked just again. Saying. Just wait till we get to Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> and that's what? how all these quizzes are connected. <laughs> exactly. It's the it's the QCU. <laughs> wait for the multiverse. Um, question number two. What does the soldier see after he scrapes away the ice at the beginning of the movie? Is it A, Captain America's face? B, Captain America's shield? C, Bucky Barnes? Or D, Captain America's chest symbol? It is his shield. That is correct. What? It, it's, it's not a dismembered Bucky Barnes. Because he's dead. Correct. That makes more sense that he's in the would be frozen, but you know, neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. Question number three. Where does Red Skull find the Tesseract? Is it A, Norway, B, Sweden, C, Germany, D, Asgard? Norway. That is correct. He did not travel to Asgard. Question number four. What is the name of the scientist that created the Super Soldier Serum? Is it A, Dr. Banner, B, Dr. Selvig, C, Dr. Erskine, or D, Dr. Strange? Erskine? That is correct. <laughs> Dr. Banner is the Hulk, Dr. Selvig is Thor's pal, and Dr. Strange is a superhero. Oh, Selvig, Thor's pal, yep. I thought maybe Selvig would throw you for a little loop there. He did. He did. <laughs> All right. Question number five. What base does Captain America train at? The Pegasus Compound, Avengers Campus, Fort Evans, or Camp Lehigh? Fort Evans. That is incorrect. I like how you fell for my joke answer of Fort Evans after Chris Evans. I didn't even put that together. Damn. <laughs> I was just trying to come up with a fourth answer, and I was like, eh, I might as well just use Evans in the name. <laughs> Why not? Question number six. Who was the first person to be given Super Soldier Serum? Is it A, Steve Rogers, B, Johann Schmidt, C, Erskine, or D, Bucky Barnes? Johann Schmidt. Redhead Schmidt is correct. Redheaded Schmidt. 
Here's one that I, I think might throw you for a loop. Steve draws himself as what? A, a circus monkey. B, a bald eagle. C, a house cat. Or D, a werewolf. It is a circus monkey riding a unicycle. That is incorrect. It is a werewolf. It is a circus monkey. I was going to... <laughs> oh man you did pay attention to this go movie. Back and watch the movie and then you would see where they he drew himself as a werewolf yep i don't know what kind of werewolves you've been looking at that was a circus monkey riding a unicycle that was a werewolf riding a unicorn <laughs> <laughs> oh wow <laughs> all right question number eight Prior to Dominic Cooper playing Howard Stark, how many other actors had also portrayed the character? Is it A, 1, B, 2, 3, C, C3, D, 4? We never even covered this. Uh, 1? I actually mentioned it very quickly. You bastard. I don't think you did, but I think it's 1. I did. One. You think it's 1? That is incorrect. Yeah. Is it 2? It is 2. Ah! Which movies? Iron Man and Iron Man 2. Obviously, yeah. So, he was played in Iron Man by uh, Gerard, Gerard Sanders and by John Slattery in Iron Man 2. Yeah, Marvel's really, you know, they're not as scared to, you know, just absolutely can kind of one of the main focuses of a movie. Yeah. I mean, um... He was like he was only in a like brief scene in the original Iron Man. I think it was like even just like a photo or something. And then like he was recast in the second one for because he had a bigger part like he had the he was recorded. And then obviously he had to be recast for Captain America because he had to be younger. Yes. And so there's what four total Howard Starks. Three. Who's the guy that plays him in uh, the last in Endgame? It's the it's the same one as Iron Man Two. Oh, really? uh, John oh, Slattery. Oh. Yeah, John Slattery would like portray older Howard Stark for the rest of the MCU. They could have made him younger. They did. They cast Dominic Cooper. <laughs> yeah, they cast John Slattery uh, younger, and then I would have gotten this question right. No, no, no. All right, question number nine. What is the name of Captain America's soldier team? A, the First Avengers. B, the Strategic Scientific Reserve. C, the Howling Commandos. Or D, Captain America and his friends. First Avengers? That is incorrect. Is it the Howling Commandos? It is the Howling Commandos. Oh my gosh. I really got to start second guessing myself. Uh, yeah, with the first Avengers. <laughs> well, how should we name our team the Avengers? Well, I was in a team called the first Avengers back in World War Two. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Why did that? All right. And this one, uh, question number 10, I think you're going to get right. What does Steve think fondue is? Is it a a weapon? B. A Swiss melted cheese dish. C, a code word. Or D, sex. Kind of how you look at it, it could be all four. 
But what does Steve think it is? It is indeed uh, sex. That is correct. The old hanky panky. The old hanky panky. And with that, you got one, two, three, a ninety percent. No, uh, it, eighty. That can't be right. Hold on. Seventy. It's a seventy. I got three wrong. Yeah, here's the thing. I wrote correct on ones you got wrong. That's fine. Yes, you got a 70. You suck. That's a C. Um, this used to happen to me in school all the time. I would study and then get like a 65 to a 70. And then I wouldn't study at all. And I would get like an 80. So I just like kind of stopped studying because what's the point if I'm going to do better without studying? Well, that's why this is a pop quiz, because you're not supposed to study for it. So you should be doing good on these. Get better. And the professor covers the material in class. Hey, a B minus. Uh, what am I giving? I'm going to give you a B minus for this thing. Okay. This, this Captain America. So a B minus isn't bad. You're doing good. Should have got an A plus for the retelling. But, you know. Well, I forgot why I lowered your grade but i remember it was a good reason it wasn't <laughs> um well there's the bell let me give you your homework for next week jacob you may think we're going to be watching the avengers assemble because that would be the next movie if only however we've got a couple of weeks till we get there so next week you're going to be responsible for reading it the first event, sorry, you're going to be responsible for reading Fury's Big Week, a six part comic series, which ties up some loose ends from the last three movies that we've watched, four movies we've watched. The only movie we have watched that doesn't take place during this week is the first Iron Man, which takes place six months prior. Okay, okay. And you'll get to learn everything that the shield was up to and Coulson and Fury. Old Philly, Philadelphia, cheesesteak, Colson. His name gets longer every time you say it. And I'll continue to. Well, Jake, that's the end of class. I hope to see you next week. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Uh, and if you want to hear us as an audio podcast, you can follow us on everywhere where you or you can download us everywhere you find your podcasts. At using the name Marvel Cinematic University. We have a Spotify? We're gonna. I gotta oh, learn no. how to do it. But hopefully by the time this podcast has come out, I've already figured it out. Sweet.